go streaming now. I, I'm glad I figured out how to get these up here, bro. That, that was kind of pissing me off that these weren't saving. Alright, so we're on Twitch. And we're on YouTube. Alright, we're ready. Let's get it popping. Welcome back to episode 8 of Darren and I's sports talk show from Half Court, where we talk more than just about basketball. Today, we're going to be previewing UFC 272 this weekend, Jorge Masvidal versus Kobe Covington, and we're also going to do some NFL free agency discussion, talk, and like a little bit of a game with it. Uh, but first, let's get into this uh, UFC 272 talk this weekend. Um, Darren, I th I'm pretty sure you've seen Jorge and Kobe both fight before, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. At least, yeah, I think so, for sure. I think so. So, first things first, the best thing in MMA is is a rivalry fight. I, title fights sometimes don't compare to a rivalry fight. The only thing better than a rivalry fight is a rivalry fight for a title. These guys do not like each other, and they're um, old friends from back in the day. They grew, they grew in the sport together, and the MMA sport together. They were at the same gym. They were training at the same gym. And allegedly, uh, Jorge accuses Colby of not paying his coaches uh, when they were at that gym. And Jorge went out of his way to pay the coaches for Colby uh, because Colby wasn't paying his coaches. So Colby was kicked out of the gym. And they haven't been friends since. And they've been beefing through MMA media since. And don't quote me on this, but I think that was about four to five years ago. Relative. About a hard guess. Since then... Mm. Both of them have blown up as superstars in the sport. Colby, as the one of the biggest heels in the sport, uh, he, he as simple as that. He's one of the biggest heels in the sport. Jorge had one of the craziest knockouts in the sport's history, uh, and went on a crazy one run at one point of just knocking everybody that he they put in front of him out. But finally, after years and years of just talking shit, they finally get to meet each other this weekend. Um, as far as the fight goes, it's a pretty straightforward fight. Uh, it's a, the definition of styles make fights, the, the old wrestler versus striker matchup. So let's start with this. I think Colby Covington's going to win the fight. That's my prediction to win. I think he's going to win with, uh, pace, his grappling. And I think he's just going to outpace and outgrapple Jorge. Jorge got tired in not his last fight, but the fight before that he fought Kamara Usman. He got super tired and gassed him out uh, with a lot of clinch work and holding him against the cage. Colby can totally do that, but Colby can do it at a higher level because Colby can keep the pressure of punches coming towards Jorge's face where Kamara was just focused on grappling the position and keeping him there. Now, saying that, Colby does not touch Jorge boxing skills. Jorge is an old school. Um, uh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say street fighter, but he used to fight backyard fights with like a Kimbo Slice, that type of stuff. That's how he, before he started going to MMA gyms, that's how he made his name for himself, fighting dudes in the backyards. So he has an old school boxing 
to his name, mixed with solid martial arts, Colby should not stand with this guy. He will get knocked out within the first two rounds if he tries to stand with Jorge. Uh, Darren, do you have any thoughts so far? I mean, Styles make matchups. It sounds like a good matchup going forward. Um, sometimes you really don't have a choice in, in UFC to rather stay up with somebody. You could try to take them down, right? But if they don't go down, they don't go down. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. In this scenario, though, in this case, I I think it's a little bit of what you, what you said, but is it's it's Jorge's choice not to grapple, but if he gets there, I think the fight's over. Because it's not only that Colby's just a better grappler, it's that he's a high-paced wrestler. So not only is he grappling you and smothering you and wasting your energy that way, he's just constantly changing positions, changing uh, angles, and changing where he's at on, on the feet. So you're constantly trying to move, trying to get out, trying to uh, scramble out a position to try to get up yourself. And if he keeps denying that while you guys are on the ground, now you're wasting energy. And now you're draining more energy from yourself, which he has crazy cardio. So he's not losing that much energy as you are. So it's just a, it's just a, different, it's just a different pace of a fight. And uh, also... Colby's last two fights versus Jorge's last two fights against Kamara. They both fought Kamara two, twice, by the way. Yeah. Colby's looked 10 times better than Jorge did. Jorge got outgrappled and gassed out in the first fight, then knocked out in the second fight. Colby got finished in the first fight, but it was a war for five rounds. And in the second fight, they went all five, and uh, Kamara won by a very close decision, split decision. So Colby has looked better against the champion of this uh, division as well. I don't think that. I mean, I think most wrestlers would look better in, in that scenario. Because if you're a striker, you have to put the person out. You have to knock the person out. You don't lose a fight and look good as a striker. You know, I feel like that's that's kind of hard to do. I, I feel what you're saying. But Kamar Usman's also a grappler like Kobe. But Kamara's got so much better at his striking that he's knocking out strikers. That doesn't look good for Jorge. Mm. It's one thing when he was fighting Colby the first time, and they're both wrestlers, and they both said, okay, we both have great wrestling. We're not going to go wrestling. We're both going to sit here and strike with each other and see who's the better striker. That's different, in my opinion. That was make matchups, but you know you also go in with the game plan. Like, so, for example, if Usman is uh, Kamar, right? Kamar Usman? Yep, that's his name. If he goes into the second fight after he just won the first one and he completely has to change it up and say, I'm going to knock him out, well, that's different. You're going in expecting somebody that's going to grapple with you and bring you down and submit you, and then they just knock you out. So I think Styles also make fights. What was it? Uh, Conor McGregor is one fight where he broke his leg. Dude just kept on. He had to keep on checking those uh, leg kicks. Mm -hmm. And he just went back and eventually his leg snapped. It was a different strategy than what dude came out with before. I can't remember dude's name. But he came oh, out with a different strategy. Poirier, yeah. He uh, came out with a different strategy than what um, 
he came out with it in the other fight. Um, that matters. I'm just saying that matters in in, in fights, especially even in, especially if they know each other, if they have history. Mm-hmm. Now these two never fought before, but I'm pretty sure they probably sparred before. Pra- sparred, practice. There's um, there's yeah. actually really good footage of them. Uh, they used to live together. Of them just wrestling around that apartment with each other, just grappling. So yeah, they definitely have history and they know each other a lot. So, I expect it. Yep. So it should be a really fun fight. Um, the next two days, Thursday and Friday this week, we're gonna do we're gonna do a mini breakdowns of their styles and moves and stuff like that. So make sure you guys tune in for that. Um. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more questions about the fight um, this weekend in general? Uh, Are they? Is there anything else on the card that we so, should be looking out for? Um, former champion RDA um, is taking a short notice fight against an up and coming fighter. Unfortunately, a lot of people wanted Islam, who just fought last week. They wanted. They were trying to see if he could take it on short notice. Uh, I don't think the UFC wanted to do that. So they gave him this guy named Renato Makana. I know I messed up his name. But he's an up-and-coming prospect. That's a huge fight. You get to go against a legend, former champion. If you win that fight, you make a name for yourself. And it's on short notice, too. So you look even more badass. Uh, There's a featherweight fight between Edson Barbosa and Bryce Mitchell. Same, Same thing, kind of. Edson Mabosa is a legend in the sport. Uh, been there a long time. Great, amazing leg kicks. He's Brazilian. Great, good jiu-jitsu. Bryce Mitchell is an up-and-coming uh, prospect. Really good grappler. So, uh, when Americans try to grapple with Brazilians, and the American is supposed to be the better grappler, I always think that is a fun matchup, personally. I didn't know this, actually. Kevin Holland's on this fight card, and Greg Hardy was on this fight card. So this card's actually a little bit better than I thought it was at first glance. But uh, Greg Hardy, former NFL player, uh, he's had actually, in my opinion, for what it for what it's worth, he's had a decent run in the UFC so far. Yes, he's lost a couple times. I've given him shit for it. But he's had a decent run for what, it, for what it's worth, how young he is in the sport. That's what I'm trying to say. He's just young in the sport. When you, like, start past 30, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kevin Holland, I like Kevin Holland a lot. I'm pretty sure he's lost his last three fights, which kind of sucks for him. But he's a really fun fighter to watch. He talks a lot of shit. And, uh, yeah, he's fun to watch. And he talks a lot of shit. So, that's actually a really good card this weekend. We'll be tuning in. Definitely. All right. So, let's start. Let's move on. And... Uh, Darren, uh, wanted to play the, I don't know if it was a, really a game per se, but he wanted to do this NFL thing. Darren, do you want to explain that to the audience? I just want to give Rob players, random players from teams that are either a free agent or you probably should move on from because you need help elsewhere or you can use the help elsewhere or you can just get the person off your books, maybe. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, let's just get into that. Um, what's going on?
Uh, just give me one second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get this background together. Save image as. Uh, I just got bedsheet to look exactly like that. That is so weird. That is so weird. Why? I wonder why the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Don't say that shit. To me. You slept with them. Don't say that shit to me. <laughs> Are we good? Yeah, we're good. That was a good one. You gotta admit that one. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, just I think I'm just gonna go random. I was gonna try to go divisional, but it's gonna go random. All right. So the Bears. Khalil Mack, uh, what do you do with them? I don't think he still has time on his contract with them. I could be wrong. But Khalil Mack, what do you do? I, I, I like Khalil Mack a lot, but um, I got to I gotta look at his contract. I got to look at his uh, age real quick. He's 31. As far as, I, as far as I know, his production hasn't dropped off crazy. It says he, he, he had six sacks last season. Did he get hurt last season? You remember? Mm, who paid attention to the Bears? Damn, there. Shit. Oh. I mean, if you did pay attention to the Bears, it was the Andy Dalton, uh, Justin Phillips thing. It wasn't their defense. So, from looking at his contract, it looks like you still got him for good money. It's still relatively expensive. But I, I, I wouldn't try to move him. I would try to keep him. Uh, I don't see a reason to move him unless you're just trying to get other pieces. Um, you get I guess a chance that makes to sense. What if you get the chance to move up in the draft and go pick get that offensive lineman to protect Justin Phillips? What pick do they have in oh, the draft? Something high? Um, straight up in the trade. Uh, if you're if you're serious about this rebuild, yes, that that'd be that'd be that wouldn't be a bad idea at all. I couldn't be mad at you. He's an aging outside linebacker who's really good still. He probably has a really good production left. But if you can get a go get a young offensive lineman for him, it makes sense. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to trade up though, if I'm them. Because not in the first round, me But that's just me. No matter where they are in the first round, I guarantee you, Tyler Lindenbaum is going to be there. I guarantee you, they're high enough to draft him. Um, we will see. I do not know that. And they have a lot I don't of good tackle sure. and tackle ta- uh, good tackles in that first round. Really high rated tackles. A lot of high rated tackles. I don't know if the Bears got a first round pick. Are you sure? That's 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 tragic. If they I know that sounds a little crazy just to throw out there, but I don't know if they do. I really don't. I don't know. Didn't they trade up for Justin Fields at one point? Yep. They traded they gave it to New York. That's why New York has multiple picks. I think the Giants have two and the Jets have three. I was thinking, because I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, I don't know if I saw them picking in the first round. So there you go. They don't have a first round pick. Um uh, so yes. I if if it's trade trade to get a first round pick to go get an offensive lineman, yes, I would do that right now. Just because okay. looking at his contract, look how expensive he is, bro. Thirty million, twenty eight, twenty six. You can get that. You can get that off your books. And how long have they had him? Like two, three years. 
and he's been productive ever since they they got him. Four years. Four years. It's been four, four or five years now since John Gruden got with the Raiders, right? Yeah. John Gruden was in the, was in his fourth or fifth year, I believe. Now hmm. he was before he got fired, but yeah. But all right, next person, Allen Robinson. I believe he's a free agent. Would you pay him? Would you let him test the market or what? I could be wrong. I don't know if he's a free agent, but I think he's a free agent. Same uh, with the if, Bears. I, if I'm the Bears, I would let Allen Robinson go in free agency. I feel like I disagree, but go ahead. I feel like he's it's just gonna be too expensive. You can get you can go draft somebody in third, fourth round, develop them. Um and I don't he's a, he's older, he's twenty eight years old, and he's not past thirty. So he still has a lot of productivity left in him. At least three to four years of high productivity as a re- receiver. That's why opinion. you pay him. That's why you pay him. That's why you don't pay him, because he's gonna be he's gonna cost a lot of money. Who are the Bears paying right now? That they shouldn't pay Allen Robinson. Specifically on their offense. Don't look this up. Don't look this up. Well, we I, don't, don't we don't got, I don't know the Bears, like you said. They're not paying nobody. They're paying linebackers. They're paying Khalil Mack. They're paying defensive linemen. They're not paying so their offense. So you think Allen Robinson is the future? I think having an offensive weapon for Justin Fields is very. You're going to have to repeat that. You cut out. Hopefully Dan gets back here because I want to show him this chart. So they're paying, they're paying one offensive lineman. They're paying a shit ton of money to linebackers, like Darren said. 30 middle Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn, Rekron Smith. That's three linebackers they're paying over $8 million to. Uh, I can show you guys this. Let me just do real quick. And it's not been set up. There we go. Is he back? All right, Darren's back. All right. Yes. Allen Robinson, you keep. They're paying linebackers. Yep, I was just talking to the audience about that. Uh, I wanted you to see this chart. So, like you said, they're paying like $69 million to linebackers. They're paying one offensive lineman right now. I haven't looked at the D-line yet. Basically one D-lineman right now. But yes, you keep Allen Robinson. You spend that money. Bears catch up to the rest of the league who's going... Offense. 
no, no disrespect to linebackers and defensive players. But if you pay players, you gotta pay. You gotta, you gotta pay a receiver. You gotta pay. How much? So, yeah. how much would you pay him? I didn't want you to see the thing on the side. I don't know. I'm not saying reset the like reset the receiver bill with them at all. I wouldn't say that at all. But pay him how much he. He didn't have a great. Oh, shit. You're cutting out again, dog. Um, you just kind of got to wait for you. Darren? I think it's easy if I just kick him immediately. Because then he'll just have to click the button. All right, yo. Hopefully that's the last time this happened. Hopefully. You know, we can do a couple more players, so we don't got to have to have that keep happening. All right. Here? Um, yeah, I can hear you. Um, I wanted to tell you they have his market value calculated around sixteen million, sixteen point four million right now, according to this website. Uh, would you be willing to pay him that? Sixteen million. I would try to get it to 15, 15 and a half, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it too much. What if I told you? All right, he's all Cooper. I, he got paid like a year or two ago. But what if I told you Cooper Cup's making, made eight, is making, it made 18 million last year and is going to make 18 million next year. Would you, would you still give him 16 million? Yeah, yeah. I think that's crazy. I think if you can get them for like 10 to 12 million, I think 10 is probably a little too low, but like 12, 13 million, I think that's that's the price you range you want to go for. Anything higher than that is kind of overexpending on the receiver, in my opinion. I think you can go in free agency and get yourself a better receiver. Ain't Michael Thomas or somebody making like 20 million a year? I wouldn't be surprised. So I I don't I don't know he I don't know I don't know anyway uh what's what you want to do a different team yeah I'm gonna get a different player in my head uh, I'm list of teams just in case you need to hear you want somebody random somebody that you wouldn't see coming Chris Godwin. 
played on the friend he played on the franchise tag this past this past year. Would you pay him? Um I'll see if I can put another franchise tag on. I don't think you can franchise tag people more than once or twice. Is that new? I could be wrong. I don't think you can do it more than once or twice. Yeah, I don't think you can do it more than once, not think about it. Um, how old is he? Twenty six? I'll give him a three, four year deal. And he's probably gonna get whatever he wants. What is uh Oh of a torn torn ACL? Oh no 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 no. What what does Mike Evans contract look like? Mike Evans He got paid the year before Brady got there, I'm pretty sure. Oh shit. How old is this nigga? Twenty eight? And he is twenty six? Honestly, I would rather have. Uh, I, I you might have to get rid of him. You might have to like do go. That's wild. That's wild. That's very wild to me. Tom Brady's money just got cleared off the books, probably. Gronk, money not there. You don't gotta pay him. AB, you don't gotta pay him. The guard that retired, you don't gotta pay him. You're telling me you wouldn't keep. You tell me you would keep him, or you wouldn't keep him, Chris Godwin. If I can't franchise sack him, I'll I'll let him go. And you would keep Shaq Barrett then. Yes. I think he actually got paid last year. Never mind. So I'll trip that one. Um, as well. I don't think it's that well. As well to me. You already got a great receiver in Mike Evans. You can spend that money and make your team younger. Because you already have. Six, okay. Excuse me. You still have a really good team and a really good defense. Um, you can get younger at positions. You can get better at positions with that money, with that space. I don't think you need Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. And if if so, here's the thing though. Let me clarify this. Um, and the only reason I said that is because Mike Evans still has a decent amount of time left on his contract, and you already paid him like twenty million. If you weren't paying Mike Evans so much, or I could choose Chris to keep Chris uh, Godwin and trade Mike Evans, I'd rather do that just because Mike Evans is younger. But if I'm already paying this dude twenty million, I don't want to pay. Godwin, Chris, Chris Godwin, Godwin is younger. You mean Godwin is younger? Yeah, Godwin is um, younger. He's coming off of an injury, a big injury. That's one, and he got injured late in the season, so he probably won't be back until late. Um. Okay, keeping it moving. Uh, the Cowboys. Now, they already paid this guy, but I want to know if you think they should get rid of him and just work with what they got. Amari Cooper. Um, I, Maybe I'm just in a mood just to get rid of people, but I really like Amari Cooper. It really depends. I personally believe C.D. Lamb could be a easily a number one receiver in this league. Uh, he has the hand skills for it. He has a route running for it. I think he's just an amazing receiver. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I would say yes to the standpoint of I think Amari said T.D. Lamb could easily be my number one receiver. And I could use that money somewhere else. Uh, maybe even make my defense a little bit better. Uh, just use, it some, use that money somewhere else. But I think that's, honestly, I think that's my craziest take out of all the ones that you've asked me so far. 
I don't think so. I would trade them. I would try to trade them. They just paid them, but I would try to trade them and uh, try to get an offensive lineman or get a pick so I can get an offensive lineman because their team is in such a win now mode that you may be able to. And Dak is dealing. Dak is a good quarterback. He can deal to pretty much all the receivers. So I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to shore up the offensive line for him. When Dak got, got hot last year, he he looked he looked like one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, yeah, something like that. When he yeah, when he does get hot. Um and then I'm gonna end we can end out on this one. Mike Williams. Chargers. From the Chargers, I would try to keep Mike Williams at all costs. Do I think that's gonna happen? I don't know. Because he balled out this season. At least the first half of the season, yeah. he was he looked unguardable. Um, if I'm the Chargers, I would try to do anything to keep him. If I'm Mike Williams, I'm just looking for the biggest payday I can get. Okay. Leave it. I think he should. Uh, I think kind of similar, but I think he should also try to stay with the Chargers. I think. Uh, he... Oh, you're cutting out again. Quarterback. Repeat everything you just said. It messed up. I agree with you. I think he should stay with uh I think he should try to stay with the Chargers though, not look for the biggest payday. I mean he should look for a big payday, but try to stay with the Chargers. Justin Justin Herbert. That's gonna get me for years. But Justin Herbert, you don't get to play with many good quarterbacks like that. So try to stay. Hmm. Okay. All right. You wanna wrap up with that? Yep, yep. All right. Thank you guys again for uh, watching this episode. Um, this was. Oh, no. I'm messing up. I'm messing up. I'm messing up. All right. Hold on. I'm messing up. I wish I had that ready. This was episode eight of the From Half Court podcast, where we talked more than just basketball. Uh, Tomorrow it'll be episode nine. Tune in. We're gonna do a full recap. We're gonna do a full. Uh, oh, fuck. Cut all that shit out. I fucked that whole thing up. All right. Or not. Th- thank you guys for. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Darren. Thank you guys <laughs> for watching episode eight. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna do a breakdown of Jorge Masvidal. So peace. Peace.